This is Gridden, and you are listening to the Escape Podcast. This show was recorded in front of a live Twitch audience, and I had to do this stupid intro because Paul beat me to unlocking some dumb character that I'm not even going to mention. That's okay, our Kylo Ren. <laughs> so I lost a bet, and I had to do this intro. Well done, Paul. Congratulations, good sir. I look forward to seeing the times when you know how to use the character. <laughs> Love you, brother. You guys, enjoy the show. Have a fantastic fantastic time as always on the escape podcast thank you so much for the fun paul and i will catch you guys next time one is a grand arena specialist from the uk the other is a territory battle tactician from the u.s together there are no signs of intelligent life on board but with both having decades of hosting experience under their belt the one thing we are sure of is you will be entertained this is the Escape Pod Cast, a weekly look into the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the Nerdy Network Studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Ayer and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Pod Cast, we begin season six of this journey and we are happy to have you all aboard. A few changes to the show has happened, as you've already heard. Video version, people, we hope you enjoy the new look. And for our audio friends, I hope the changes bring a smile to your face as well. We will discuss the latest Conquest and GAC and go a little more in depth than our holiday shows. Is the fun factor still in either of these game modes? Our incoming transmission is one of yours, Paul. Yes, and uh, in fact, one of both of ours. They're an original Patreon by the name of Boulder Doobies, and they're going to join us. He is an avid Galaxy of Heroes player, but he also streams himself. And what a unique streamer he is. We'll get into that during the interview. Then another change is Dickie and the New premieres this week. As well as another new segment, getting Jigabachi with it in our fourth. Don't worry, he will be answering any patrons' choice questions as well. So don't be afraid to get those in during the show or if you're watching live with channel points as well for our loyal and faithful. All this and breaking news as and if it happens right here on the Escape Pod Cast. The Escape Pod Cast News. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Escape Podcast. I'm your host, The Nev, and as always, I'm joined by my hetero life partner, Paul. It's 2022. We're live. No more pre-recorded shows. Paul, how are you doing? I'm doing well. You know, if I remember to push a button, everything goes well, yeah, push, but... Yeah, remember to push the buttons. Th it, that's the last thing that you always tell me is to push the button. I just, you know, sometimes forget to push the button. So, yeah. anyway, I pulled a, uh, I pulled a Thaddeus there, so... Yes, and the, the cockpit looks bigger. I just, I don't it's remember a little, the cockpit it, it's looking feng shui. this big. It, it, it's some feng shui that I, that I did, you know? I, I definitely remember the cockpit being smaller of previous seasons, so you've shrunk, <laughs> have you, you, you've shrunk us down. I didn't know. I didn't shrink us down. We're the same size. Oh, so you've increased the size of the cockpit. I, it's all feng shui. It's how I designed oh, okay. it. Okay. Yes. How, well, how it's designed. 
I, 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 I can't but help notice you also put a little bit more space between you and I as well. You're saying something. No, no, there, there's, there's a reason in the fourth segment, uh, you know, mm, really, we're going to be getting really? Jigabachi with it. Really? Okay. Oh, so it's, it's, it's so, so it's, uh, so uh, I don't smell then. That, that's no, not, that's not the reason for the, the extra distance. No, uh, you no. know, we, we can, we can always put one of those, um, one of those trees, those magic trees. We can <laughs> hang it. We can always hang one of those magic trees. Uh, we could get we could get some Han Solo dice and put some potpourri inside them, you know. Hey, just you, say you're it. talking about the just Han Solo it. dice, Neil. Yes, yes, I have the Han them. Solo dice. I have them. They hang in the they hang in this cockpit all the time. You don't realize that they're there. No, I because I've never seen them before. <sighs> Not in our cockpit, anyway. I'm going to keep my eyes out because in the UK, um, it's a thing. Uh, it's a stereotype. They're big, fluffy dice. I don't know if the same thing oh, um, I have... occurs over here, but uh, over in the uh, over in the UK, it was a stereotype for boy racers um, to have a big set of fluffy dice hanging from there. I had a Pac-Man fluffy dice uh, in my first car. So, so the the fluffy dice <laughs> definitely is. Uh, um. I, I can make that happen. Anyway, let's get into the news. There really wasn't any. No, not really. Um, not a not a not a huge a huge amount of uh, not a huge amount of news. Although some fun stuff did happen on Twitter earlier on. I must admit. I was, oh, uh, yeah, some fun stuff. Um, uh, not 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 in a mean spirited way, but in a, oh, a, a light heart in a in a light hearted way. You um, you know how much it, I hate Twitter drama. Yeah, the 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 actress that plays Iden Verso in uh, Battlefront Two was throwing shade at Sam Witwer for being in Star Wars Galaxy and she's not in, and then Sam Witwer threw back at her that uh, um, uh, uh, asking her it, that she's not unleashed enough. So that I must admit that was that was fun. It was funny. To, to watch a couple of people that play obviously characters in the Star Wars universe, Janina Gavankar, Janina Gavankar, having a couple of couple of actors and actresses, you know, some people that play characters in in the Star Wars galaxy, you know, having a little bit of banter with each other because of their inclusion or lack of inclusion in a game. So uh, I, I just, it's the kind of thing that you look at and it's like, I wonder if CG, because they'll have Twitter. I wonder if they're watching. I wonder <laughs> if they're watching. Because I, I responded to both her and Sam Witt where I said, if, if you do come to the game, just pray that you don't get the Mace Windu treatment. And then I tagged Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson ever finds out how bad his character is in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, he's going to be dropping um, MFs uh, like they're going out of fashion. So, Well, uh, I wonder yeah. if anybody tagged Cameron Monaghan, the person who plays Cal Kestis. Yeah, no, so... You, you, that, that, that would be worth... So I, think, I, think, I think we need to start... A Twitter. Uh, I think we need to start a uh, um, a big old Twitter stream or whatever they're called, links or Twitter. I don't know what they're called, um, uh, but you know, start tagging actors and actresses that have portrayed characters that aren't in Star Wars: Galaxy of Heroes to just let them know. Did you know that your character is not in this Star Wars game? Maybe you should get on CG and uh, you know ask them to include you in it. Well, I mean. 
everybody needs to tag Jim Cummings to get Hondo in the damn game. <laughs> you know, Jim Cummings being yeah, the... Yeah, you could try that. You could try that. He's the, uh, he's the voice actor who's... He's done many, many voices, including, I believe, Winnie the Pooh in the Winnie the Pooh movie with Ewan McGregor. So. Um, yeah, but you, th there's no point tagging Ewan McGregor because he's in the game. In fact, you should, people should tag Ewan McGregor so that he can throw shade at the actress that plays Aiden and say, oh, you know, you, you, you missed the boat. I'm in the game like several times. You know, I'm in the game <laughs> twice, three times, <laughs> three. We got JMK and we got uh, and we got um, old Ben. We've got old Ben. Well, we, old Ben you know, we, isn't played. He's still he is going he's to play by old Alex ben McGinnis, the, he, though. It doesn't matter. He's still going to play old Ben when the TV show comes out. All right. Thank you, by the but way. Technically, <laughs> technically. Uh, thank you, by the way. Run DMV for the 25 bits and the 15 bits, respectively. Uh, he says that he wants Aiden in the game and also um, just 25 bits for the hell of it. <laughs> so. All right. Yeah, well, you know, hey, it, it, just, you know, just everybody jump on that Twitch. <laughs> you know, jump on, jump on that Twitch, you know, jump on that Twitter, um, that Twitter thread. That's the word I'm looking for. Jump on that Twitter thread and tag CG. You know, you never know. It can't hurt. I mean, it's probably not going to do anything, but it can't hurt. All right. So, Neil, let's, let's talk about your GAC performance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have not been as dominant since the rework of the whole GAC thing. You, you have gone two and one, I believe each week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm two and one every week. Um, I mean, here, it, the thing is that my, my, my matchups, if I hadn't gone two and one in week one, I wouldn't have gone two and one the week after that. And I, then the knock-on from that is I then wouldn't have gone two and one the week after. If I'd gone three and zero oh in week one, I might have gone one and two or wouldn't spooned it the week after because I would have faced tougher opposition. Um, so I'm quite happy um, doing two and ones. I mean, my last round was beautiful. Like my last round, I beat a three GL account. So you know, I'm happy that I've got the ability and the account to at least do. Um, some damage to those accounts that have got three GLs when I face them. So, uh, yeah, week one. Uh, the, the weird thing is, in all three, uh, uh, with the exception of week one, where my third round was against a three GL opponent, I didn't beat them, but I did full clear them. So that kind of gave me a little bit of confidence, knowing that I would be able to I could clear a three GL opponent. Um, I just needed to be able to, you know, set a better defense, hold, you know, try and strip more banners and then be more efficient on my offense. In week two, I beat my two double GL opponents and lost to the single GL opponent. So I went two and one in week two. Kind of, it was my own stupid fault, really. I, I, I played the correct strategy. I played the right tactics. But then in 
you know, it was just poor implementation of my offense. You know, I, I had to do- double tap two teams that I should not have had to double tap, wasted two teams and, you know, didn't have enough to get the full two territories. And this week, uh, sorry, sorry, week, um, uh, week uh, three, um, the one that's just passed, uh, did exactly the same thing again. So I lost to the one GL person and beat the two double GL. So it's weird. I'm, I'm beating the people that I should be losing to and I'm losing to the people that I should be beating. So I, I just need to kind of like get into a groove. And like I said, this week's just been great, great start to the week. Beat somebody with three GLs. And right now my round two opponent is someone with 800K more GP than me and two GLs. They've gone really, really heavy on the front, but I was expecting them to go heavy D. So I've, um, they put their fastest, they put their fastest characters on defense. So I'm, I'm confident that my defense will hold them to maybe 1650 banners. Yeah. If if it does that, I'm confident. I've done two, two and ones, but I did have a wooden spoon after I got set against people that had, and placed all six GLs on defense with I've got three. There's and they cleared. So, you know, it's nothing that <laughs> I I can't help that I had faced people, but I was in Kyber One. So I was facing mm-hmm. anybody in Kyber One. Yes, yeah. I'm 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 in Kyber three. Um, rather surprisingly, I got promoted from Kyber 4 to Kyber 3 um, after week 1, and I only went 2 and 1 so that that I, that really did surprise me, I, I was not I really wasn't expecting that at all um, so the last two weeks I've been Kyber 3, I'm happy with Kyber 3 um, before the start of um, before the start of week 4, I was 6 and 3 and I've already said I will be happy to go six six every single month because a six six should be enough to maintain me a spot in um, in Kyber Div three. That's, oh, that's okay. all I'm hoping. That's all I'm hoping. If if I if if I'm in Kyber three, so if I go six six every single month in the middle division, so I finish in the middle because obviously there's going to be people that go 12 and 0, people that go 0 and 12, and then everything comes all the way into the middle. 6-6 is bang in the middle. I'm in the middle division. I'm kind of hoping that anything between 6-6 and 8-4, I'm happy with that. So I'm 7, you know, I'm 7-3 at the moment. Uh, If I go 8-4 and this month, I will consider that a very, very good month. There we go. The Defiant, thank you very much for the follow um, so did you do anything special in your guild over, over these holidays, over the past two weeks? No, no, we didn't do anything special. Nothing. Nothing. Are you doing, G- did you do Darkside Geonosis Territory Battle? Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, but I know a bunch of people were going to Hoth because yeah. it was Christmas and for the snow, but no, we didn't. We didn't yeah, I, I, my guild, Yavin 4 went Hoth for the holidays and absolutely killed it. The <laughs> I'm not surprised. Fir- the first three days, we were done within an hour. The final day, we were done within 12 hours. We went to bed 
knowing that we had Vader's fist. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was amazing. Um, I want to give a special shout out to the members of Yevon Four, as well as uh, as well as a special shout out to Doctor Feelgood, who has taken some of the reins from territory battles um, from me while I've been dealing with some other stuff outside of the uh, outside of the game, um, and uh, a hat tip to uh, to him. So, thank you very much for all of that. Uh, but you, you, do you have Vader's fist, or did you abandon that? Vader's fist? What are you? It, it's about? it's a title. It's an in-game title. Have you ever gotten forty-eight no stars? I have no idea what titles I have because I don't care about them. I okay. don't care. Have about you ever titles. gotten max stars in Hoth TV? Um, po- probably, yeah. Probably more than I mean, it's more than likely, yeah. It's probable, yeah. It's more than likely that I've been in a guild that's done Max Hoth TV. I just I don't I can't remember because it, it's not something that I remember doing that often. Um in, in the last like 24 months, really, to be the last sorry, the last 12 months, not 24 months, the last 12 months, sorry. Wow. Um, because obviously it's not been around for 24 months, it's been around for I'm trying to. Oh no, no, actually, Geonosis you know, territory dark, dark, battle. Dark, yeah, dark side, dark side. GOTB will have been around for twi- around about 24 months. It's the yeah. light side that, that it's the light side. GOTB that uh, hasn't been around for two years yet. Yeah, and thank you to Slug Mug for sending 12 new viewers over our way while we uh, while we enjoy the beginning of season six of the Escape Podcast. Um. New look for the new look for the new year, along with the new sound as well. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it got a lot of traction, if you will, to to spend the holidays without having to herd cats to to push <laughs> out as many stars as you could. Yeah. So, um, I hope everybody that did do Hoth for the holidays on purpose did achieve what they set out to do. Um, that, yeah, I'm sure they did. Most most guilds that are, you know, over 250 uh, mil GP would, would comfortably be able to do that. You know, you you just got to take into consideration all the relic characters you got. You 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 would just need to throw in a couple of relic characters. Um, with a couple of trash characters in each round j- just to do it. And it's not like platooning is going to be a problem for most Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't. A run DMV with a thousand bits. Cascade right now with a hundred bits. We are on the verge of a season six hype train. Oh, um, chew effing chew. Come on. <laughs> as uh, Heinze said, as Heinze says there. And Llama gifting out, holy moly, five subs, which does happen to start a hype train. Yay. Yeah, I, if if somebody could gift a sub to Bones, Bones for some reason is not uh, is not a sub to this channel. We're, you know, <laughs> Slug Mug also with a hundred pits. Thank you very much, Slug Mug. Uh, JJ asks, question is though, uh, did you get decent rewards gear alongside Vader's fist? Was it worth it? So I did. Um, 
I was extremely pleased with what we got, uh, especially because I was able to take that, take some of that gear and turn it into relics that I normally have to farm for. So it was not that bad at all. Oh, okay. So there you go. I mean, I did get, um, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of being a bit of a, a, um, a Scrooge um, at the moment because I'm, I'm trying to save up as much as physically possible uh, for when I get the, uh, the executor. So I'm, I'm, I'm not spending anything in the game at the moment. Um, I just need relic levels for my characters to get the, uh, the, uh, the executor. So I'm kind of being a skinflint. I'm being a Scrooge. I'm not spending any crystals at all. Nothing. Not a sausage. Not a tiny little bit. Nothing whatsoever. It's all going in the kitty. So I've got 25,500 crystals for a seven-star uh, executor. And, uh, yeah, we just got some more bits dropped, didn't we? We did. Um, it, this hype train is going off the rails. They just completed level three of the hype train. We're going to stick here until the hype train ends. Then we'll Ooh, take yes. our break. Um, so DMV, Captain of the Millennial Fulcrum. Renard the Fox with a hundred, Deity of Mischief um, with a hundred. Good to see you, Deity. Very, very good to see you. Norelli with a hundred, Run DMV with a thousand, BCM. Uh, Big Country Mags giving out the gift sub to Bones that I called out for. Thank you very much. We are currently at level three of the hype train. We're currently into level four. See where we go, Slug Mug. Also subscribing uh, for his third month. Thank you very much. So, uh, Carl, let's play. Says, sorry, I missed that. How many crystals does one need to save for a seven-star executor? Go ahead and repeat I, that, Neil. I, I have been told. I have it on good authority from people that have done it that you need twenty-five thousand five hundred crystals um, in order to get, you know, to go from four stars. Because obviously, you you get your executor at four stars. So you know that to um, to seven stars, uh, it's twenty five thousand five hundred crystals. Apparently, I'm I think I'm around sixteen. I'd have to double check, but I'm around. I'm either at twelve thousand six hundred or sixteen thousand two hundred. I can't remember which, uh, but but I'm somewhere there. Um, we're, we're we're about to hit. We're about to hit a level five hype train. It, it'll be the first one in about a year if we do it. Am I? Am I? Um. Does the uh, uh, does the uh, does the 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 deleted exploit does the um the neverage for a level five count or not? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Level five hype. Train. Okay. Choo choo. If we complete level five, Neil, as long as it's a PG thirteen neverage. No. No. I, no, I just do... don't. I don't want to be sitting here editing all night. <laughs> I... I already have to edit because I forgot to push the button and then we crashed. It's not, yeah, but it's not, it's not a neverage if it's, if it's PG-13. That's just kind of like a, I don't know, what's a, it doesn't, it doesn't justify, uh, it doesn't justify the definition of neverage if it's PG-13. Uh, it's more like a nev grumble. If it's PG-13, it's more like a, a okay. nev grumble. Okay, Neil. <laughs> what? All right. What topic do you want to neverage about? Because we just hit a 100% on level five. 
Oh, we just hit the. Okay, 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 okay. It would um, the uh, um, well uh, let let the uh, let the uh, let the audience choose. The audience can choose my neverage, and we'll we'll leave the neverage. Right, we'll leave the neverage until the end, until segment five. So it's easy for you to edit out. All right. Segment five? You mean four? Sorry, se segment four. Sorry, yes. If we leave it till segment four, it'd be easy. Okay, for you but to we already out, right? have, you know, we already have Jigabachi coming on the show. Okay. In the final well, segment. Just use British Sea Cascade wants me to use just use British swear. Oh, so I, I can only write. Okay, so I can so so I, I so I can use the W word, the T word. <laughs> yeah, you can the say B word. <laughs> Mara Jade isn't canon. Ooh, that, that's a good one. I, I like the, I like that one. How about this? How about let's go ahead. Let's take this first break. Chat okay. will decide what you rage about. When mm -hmm. I point, you rage. And then you bring us back. Okay. So the live people get to see the Neverage. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Because they're the ones who afforded this. Yes, they did. <laughs> All right. So we will take a break. On the other side of this, we'll have some more, including the Neverage. Let's see how far we can get this hype train during the commercial. We'll be right back after these messages right here on the Escape Pod cast. HotBot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or territory wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Followers, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shittyville's Arena Tracking Box, after show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind the scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash the escape pod and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to the escape podcast. We want you join the GAC chain gang today. This is the commander of the 506 Procrastination Battalion and the leader of the GAC chain gang. I am sending out a call to action for any Swago content creators on Twitch who would be willing to broadcast their GAC attack rounds 
alongside some of our best, including Mr. Gigabachi, Dr. Zeppers, Rico 1982, and the Bounty Honeys. What is the Chain Gang, you ask? We are an amazing group of content creators who are dedicated on streaming the Grand Arena Championship attack rounds on Twitch. The idea is to provide continuous content back-to-back -back from one streamer to the next and allow the viewers to enjoy more Swago content as well as enjoy the variety of streamers that are currently present in the group. If you are interested in joining the Chain Gang, please reach out to myself on Discord at AndyBees hashtag 7465 or you can send us a message on our Twitter page at ChainGAC. Join us today. We have your back. You're listening to the Escape Pod Cast. And welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we had a, a slight tangent there. We don't have the tangent alert set up. But uh, for those of you who are wondering what I'm going on about, you'll never know. <laughs> maybe you need to maybe you need to tune in to neil you need to, you need to tune in yeah you need to when, tune when he's in doing his gac get him a hype yeah. train and he will rage Give me a level five yeah and <laughs> or, or redeem the channel points you can redeem and have rage when i'm doing gac for channel points i think it's ten thousand points or something lots of british swearing lots of the t word the p word the c word uh the t word and the w word <laughs> The BW word, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> All right. The C word, it's not that C word. It's the CW word. It's not even a swear word. Most people don't know what cockwomble is. It's 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 barely profan it's ba barely profanity, you know. So yeah. It's, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. We're so good. Neil, you know. What do you think, and, and who knows, maybe it's what you just raged about, but what mm -hmm. do you think that Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes needs to do? <laughs> Thank you, Run DMV, for the 2,600 bits. Wow. Uh, close wow. to breaking me. Close Captain. to breaking me. What do they need to do? To make 2022 as epic as they want to. What, what do you what do you think the one thing they need to do in this game is? They 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 really need to start showing more love for ships, and they need to give us more legends events. They need to get, get just just doing a, doing another legends event. Give it, give it, you know, one or two legends events a year would be awesome. I think one really, they, a year is great. I, I'd like to see two. I'd like to see two a year. One, one in the, you know, one at the beginning, one in the middle. Sorry, not one in the middle. One in between uh, quarter one and quarter two, and one in between quarter three and quarter four. Uh, I think something like that would be nice. But no, the ships need some love. We need some. We need some tanks for you know. We've been screaming for a tank for the resistance and for the first order for God knows how long now. Um, I mean, for, for, for months, we thought we were going to get Dengar's ship. Oh my God. For months, we thought we were going to get Dengar's ship. I mean, everybody, oh, you've got a relic Dengar for the, the executor. executor. And everyone's thinking, ah, oh, really, really? We need to do Dengar, do. Okay, okay, I get the picture. Everybody's thinking that there's some hidden meaning behind specifically having to do Dengar and then no ship. And we're all like, really? 
Come on, seriously? Come on. Uh, so yeah, ships. I mean, they, they keep bringing, they have been bringing characters into the game that have ships and then not bringing their ships. I mean, where's the Bad Batch ship? I mean, there's an obvious one right off the bat. Where is the Bad Batch ship? That's the, I mean, that's, that's an obvious one, right? There's, a, so, so there is a blatantly obvious one. Where is the Bad Batch ship, right? Um, and then, uh, I mean, all right, granted, Piet did, he, you know, Piet got a ship. He got his capital ship. Uh, I get that. Piet has to get the capital ship. Uh, it makes sense for him to get the Superstar Destroyer. But, um, uh, you know, Fennec Shand has a ship. Why haven't we seen hers? So, you know, they brought characters into the game that have a ship. Um, and yet we're still, we still haven't seen their ship. And I just, I do, I think it'd be nice. It'd be nice to see some extra ships. We've got all these capital ships and we don't have enough um, small ships to fill out a crew for every single capital ship we've got. So, you know. We need two not... more bounty hunter ships. We need two more bounty hunter ships. And I think the, you know, Dengar would be an obvious one. Give us Greedos or give us Fennec Shand. Um, I think those would be, you know, a couple of obvious ones. We still need a first order well, tank. Here's the money grab. resistance tank. Here's the uh, money grab. And this is the one that we, you know, we saw it in the comics. Um, uh, in a Forlom Zuckus comic, we had their ship. Of course, the, yeah, punishing, yeah, I mean, we, the punishing one have. would be great. It would yeah, absolutely. absolutely be great to see the Punishing One in the game. Great ship to see. I especially like that it looks like a little U-boat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so I mean, I mean, they they can throw in some crewless ships if they want. But I mean, just just give us give just give us some ships. It'd be really they we need we do need more ships. I mean, bottom line is we need some more ships. Okay. Um, so I, I don't see why they don't... I mean, here's the thing. that There are ships that we've seen in events that they could just give us and bring into the game. So I don't understand why they don't do that. Well, we've okay. Seen separatist, we've How seen separatist we... ships. We've seen Galactic Republic ships in territory battles that they could bring and give us in the game. So I don't understand why they don't just give but us they these do, ships. But they do so... Uh, they're, they're basically target fodder those two ships that you're speaking of. The one that I specifically remember, though, is seeing the soulless one in the game, but we already yeah. have a ship for Grievous. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they could, they could, here's the thing, right? They could make, they could make the soulless ship. Um, they, they could bring, uh, they could bring a soulless one into, they could bring Grievous's um, fighter ship in, and just have a rule that you can only use him um, w when he is in the malevolence. You can't, you know. So if you use, you oh, know, you, only you cannot, use it when you when you have that on the field. You can, exactly. You can only use it when you're, you know, if with a, you know, with a malevolence fleet. Um, so you know, some, something along those lines could potentially. So you can't use, you couldn't use the soulless one in another fleet and use malevolence. You could only use Solus One and Malevolence in the same fleet. That, that, that they could do that, but there are so many other options. Uh, there are so many. I mean, we we still haven't even got an A wing or a B wing for God's sakes. You know, it'd be nice to have a Rebel A wing and a Rebel B wing. You know, I mean, how how we already have enough rebels, to... though. It doesn't matter that we have enough rebels, but you um, want but, full you could... fleets. A uh, uh, Pimpinelli. 
uh, says that we're 19 ships down total if you want seven ships per capital ship. Yeah. You you could you could th- you could make it so that they have synergy with other light side capital ships. You could bring in an A wing and a B. You could bring in an A wing and a B wing and give it synergy with I don't know Mace Window or something. I don't know. Um, th- th- they have the ability to alter the mechanics so that the synergy of whatever ship they're bringing in synergizes with whatever capital put, ship they want to put it with. Put a Naboo Starfighter in for the Mace Window team. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I mean, think of it this way. How how often, right, how often do you see Empire with the Executor? You don't. I've not seen a single person use Empire fleet with the Empire capital ship. Not, right? okay, so three. I don't use all Empire. I use the Bounty Hunters because that's what the Piet ship is. But I do run the TIE Bomber and mm-hmm. the TIE Advanced as number six and seven. Right, okay. Uh, BCM, B- BCM makes a good point. Padme. You, you could bring Padme in and give that some really, really sweet synergy with Mace Windu. Why not? You know? I just, you know, they, they, you know, 2022, they need to show some love for ships we know that we're probably going to get two gls this year uh we'll get one uh you know we'll probably get one around uh maybe uh, uh maybe april may and then we'll get one maybe four uh four or five months later so we're going to get a couple gls but it would be nice if they would give us a sprinkling of um it would be really nice if they gave us a sprinkling of ships just match some ships up with characters that already exist uh, you know, drop them, um, give them to us in a farm after a few weeks. I, I've got no ships to farm. Literally, I have zero ships to farm. I have every single ship, with the exception of a couple. Obviously, I don't have the executor, and I don't have my um, finalizer um, up yet. My finalizer is still at five stars. But every single one of the the single and the double and the triple crew ships. I've got them all at seven stars. I have no ships to farm. So it'd be nice to have a couple of new ships dropped into the game that I could farm for. Yeah. Lama, sa- Lam- Lama says it perfectly when he says, we need the shipload of content that we were promised. <laughs> uh, apparently, apparently we weren't. Apparently that, 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 that we, we weren't promised a shipload of content. That was a throwaway comment at the end of a post. It wasn't, you know, it didn't mean that we were going to get a load of ships, apparently. So. Because I argued that with Ranger the other day, and Ranger was like, "No, no, no, we've we've been corrected on that." So, yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things where where we the community read far, far, far too deeply <laughs> into well, throwaway lines of posts that they put up on the forums. Well, okay, so let's talk about throwaway lines. I remember back when Scotty and I were doing the show, and all of a sudden. We had to go back live because as we went off the air, they dropped the the essentially the malevolence and the negotiator teases mm. to us right at the end. And you know, we're sitting there and we're going Are you know, we're reading into this, are we wrong? And then turns out we were right. <laughs> and so when we read into things, it's because we were we were conditioned 
to read into them in the first place. Mm, yeah. No, here, here's the thing. We need more ships this year because I do genuinely believe that in 2023, they will drop the ship raid on us. The ship raid that they... Uh, Why is that, Neil? Because it's the uh, it's it'll be uh, you know it'll be the uh, the anniversary of Return of the Jedi. Uh, it will be the uh, it'll be the uh, the fortieth anniversary of Return of the Jedi, and a Death Star raid during the fortieth anniversary of Return of the Jedi would be it'd just be great. It would be perfect. It really, really would. We know that they've already made it because um, from a post way back in I do believe it was December of 2019 they talked in a q a so somebody can bring up that q a and double check me but i'm relatively certain that um the ship raid was uh briefly discussed during that q a and they said that it was mothballed so they had a couple of developers working on it and it got mothballed because there were other more important things on the 2020 horizon so they've made a ship raid but they've mothballed it and I think they would just need to do some polishing, some finishing touches to it and roll it out. Um, but until we have more ships, um, there's no point rolling out that ship raid. So give us another 20 ships in 2022 and then roll out a Death Star raid in 2023 and everybody will be happy. Okay, Neil, what if they continue on the Legends trek, if you will? Oh, yeah. And... Bone, Bones puts it this way, and I'm going to kind of elaborate on it. What if the two GLs were Jaina and Jason? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I would if if the two if the two GLs were Jaina and Jason solo, I would drop everything, and I do mean everything, and I would just farm for those two characters. Would you break would. the free to play if? It was Jaina and Jason I as the Galactic I Legends. Would, I would pimp. My, I would pimp myself out. Uh, I would pimp myself out on streams. I would, you know, I would. I would pimp myself out on streams. Um, and if anybody got, you know, I would uh, gladly accept. Um, uh, uh, not Play Store, uh, iTunes gift cards, so that I could put crystals <laughs> in the bank to spend crystals in order to get those two characters if they did it. Um, Jane, yes, Jana and Jay. I would go to town <laughs> if it was Jana and Jason. Um, I, I couldn't do that with Mara, but you know, I kind of was kind of keeping my fingers crossed that she was going to be that fourth one, and I saved up the crystals. And you know, RN Jesus rewarded me uh, with a three thirty roll. Uh, obviously, if it was a GL, that's a different kettle of fish. Um, uh, you know, I could save all the crystals I wanted in the world, and it probably wouldn't be enough. Um, but yeah, no, Jane. I mean, uh, let me just go to my list of GL. <laughs> I'll just breaking out the book. I'm breaking out the book. I'm breaking out the book. Yes. Um, uh, Nomi Sunrider and, Ex and Exarchun, they would be good GLs, I think. Uh, maybe a Darth Plagueis or a Darth Bane, they would be quite good. Uh, I would think a Darth Bane would be a good, uh, be a mm -hmm. good Legends GL. Kier Canis or Admiral Dalek, Cap Corrinhorn or Cam Solisar, Ulukwell Drama, you know, Kip Duron. No. There's so many awesome um, extended universe characters out there that they could bring to this game um, that, that people would just go nuts on. And, you know, if I knew 
um, if they announced, oh, you know, we're going to do a Legends event in May or April, I, I would start saving crystals. I would. I would start saving crystals on the off chance that one of those characters that they dropped is something that I would uh, whale or fail on. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, Pimpinelli d didn't realize that you uh, rolled a 330. Yes, Pimpinelli, yeah. you need to go check out the highlights on the channel. We saved it there for you as he knocked everything over in back of him on that yeah, stream. Yeah, I did. I, 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 my, my shell's behind me. My, my chair just flew back, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. So I went seven, five, seven, five, seven, got to four stars, thought this is going to be my best. And then on that sixth roll, it just dropped. And I was like, oh, oh my God, it was all, it was, it was, it was the highlight of my year. It was without a doubt the best thing. You see, this is, is why it the best it, thing in your swagger life. Oh yeah. Best, best thing ever. Best thing to ever happen to me. in Cause here's the thing. The RNG gods blessed me that day because they did the role. I got the Mara Jade 330 roll at the right time because the amount of crystals that I had left were the exact amount of crystals I needed because I'd saved up all of the gear. I needed one piece of gear to take me from 11 to 12. And then I needed one piece of gear to take me from 12 to 13. And I had just the right amount of crystals to buy those two pieces of gear to get her to 13. And then I just took her straight to Relic 5. Um, and boom, that was it. I could have took her to Relic 7, and I was contemplating taking her to Relic 7. However, she still needs a decent Palpatine. So my Vader was already relic My Palpatine was only at uh, gear 12. So um, uh, I basically used the remaining Relic materials to take Palpatine to Relic 4. Um, and boy, am I glad I did, because Palpatine, Vader, and Mara Jade... Oh, they take Who, who's out, your they, other they, two on that going on forward? On that team? Yeah. Oh, right. The other two on that team is Thrawn and Watt Tamble. And they, they, they were, I mean, here's the annoying thing. The annoying thing is I practice that team in squad arena all the time and it works every single time without fail. But the first two times I took that into GAC, they both lost. They both failed. <laughs> didn't on the third time third time worked a charm the third time did work a charm despite the fact that jtr was you know left standing but on the third attempt there were still three characters so ray did her whirlwind took out the entire team mara jade was left standing but when your mara jade is modded the way my Mara Jade is. She hits for 50k. So she took out Ray. She took out Finn. She couldn't quite take out JTR. And I had to mop up that JTR. But oh my God, she is so good. I simped hard. I really, really did simp hard on Mara Jade. So uh, yeah. And that was the way it happened. There we go. All right. So let's let's speed up a little bit here. Let's go ahead um, and... Get ready to take a break. Coming up after this break, we're going to talk to one of our original Patreons and also a fellow streamer, but most of all, a diehard Swaga player since, uh, well, we'll let, we'll let him tell the story. Coming up in this break, story time with Uncle Thad. And then after that, we'll be in the fourth segment we're going to be getting Jigabachi with it and hope you stick around for both segments coming up 
right after these messages right here on the Escape Pod cast. HotBot and Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Podawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shittyville's Arena Tracking Bot, after show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash The Escape Pod, and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to The Escape Podcast. Escape Pod, cast for kids. It's really cool. Hello there, Padawans, and welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Thad and the Escape Pod cast for kids. It seemed like last year we did something new and different for each story time. So today I thought, why fix it if it's not broken? And with that, I'm going to talk about a specific faction tag. And what better faction tag to speak of than that of the Mandalorians? The Mandalorians were a clan-based society of species from all over the galaxy. In Legends, the original Mandalorian people were a tribe of humanoid Tong warriors who originated from the planet Coruscant. Nearly a millennia before the formation of the Galactic Republic, the Tong were known as fierce fighters, calling themselves Warriors of the Shadow. However, they were driven off of Coruscant and forced to conquer a new planet in the Outer Rim. They christened their new homeworld after their leader, a warlord known as Mandalore I. The Mandalorian people were some of the fiercest warriors in the known galaxy. They lived by a martial code and held combat as a pillar of their civilization. They became known as mercenaries and bounty hunters. During the time of the Old Republic, the Mandalorian people were in a time of expansion and conquest. They conquered the planets in their native system. They then conquered their neighboring systems. Eventually, this conquest led these fearsome warriors to the Inner Rim and into direct confrontation with the Jedi. 
It was during this encounter with the Jedi that we get the original stories of the Jedi Knight Revan and his close friend Malak. But it was also during these times that the Mandalorians evolved their fighting style to be able to effectively counter their Force-sensitive opponents. Mandalorian armor is some of the toughest in the galaxy, highly distinguishable from other warrior types. Mandalorian armor was made from Beskar, an extremely durable metal resistant to damage from a variety of weapons, yet malleable enough to be forged. This armor consists of a helmet with tactical displays, pauldrons, chest plates, armored gauntlets, and leg protectors with magnetic boots, all arranged in a honeycomb pattern. While their weapon of choice changed over the millennia, the typical Mandalorian warrior carried a Westar 35 blaster pistol. They were known to carry wrist-mounted sonic repulsors flamethrowers and their iconic jetpacks were equipped with a devastating missile. But as far as weapons are concerned, the most dangerous weapon a Mandalorian possessed was his mind. Trained in martial combat all his life, he could turn anything into an object to defeat his opponents. It was the mindset of Mandalorian that made the group such a powerful force to be reckoned with. Mandalore the Destroyer, a Mandalore of legend, is quoted as saying, Here's why you can't exterminate us. We're not huddled in one place. We span the galaxy. We need no lords or leaders, so you can't destroy our command. We can live without technology, so we can fight with our bare hands. We have no species or bloodline, so we can rebuild our ranks with others who want to join us. We're more than just a people or an army. We're a culture. We're an idea. And you can't kill ideas. But we can certainly kill you. That's... that's... Those are some pretty big words, and I do believe that they were fulfilled. Now, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes implemented the Mandalorian tag back in January of 2021, and a number of characters were initially grouped together. While Swaga still doesn't have the most famous Mandalorians from canon or legends, the faction as it currently exists is a pretty powerful one. We start in the Old Republic with Candorous Ordo. Ordo was a Mandalorian Neo-Crusader, originally introduced in the Knights of the Old Republic. He's a heavy bruiser with a triple repeating blaster cannon. Next we see Jango Fett. Now not much is known about Jango Fett's connection to the Mandalorian people. Was he originally from Mandalore? Was he a recruit? Was he one of the Sons of the Fallen? There are so many speculations out there that we don't necessarily know. But what we do know is that he was recognized by Bo-Katan herself as being a legit Mando, unlike his son, Boba. And, you know, like, she's a Mandalorian princess, so that has got to count for something. Next, we see Bo-Katan and Maul. These two powerhouse Mandos are are just simply amazing. Maul kind of completes the Mandalorian leadership as it exists currently, but by no means is he the only one. Bo-Katan and Maul found themselves on opposite sides of the Battle of Mandalore during the fall of the Galactic Republic, both of them fighting desperately for the soul of Mandalore. Following the rise of the Empire, we get characters like Sabine Wren, Gar Saxon, and the Imperial Super Commando. Well, these are lesser Mandos. Can you really say that anyone is a lesser Mando? I don't think so. I think doing so, you run the risk of bodily harm. And finally, we end with the Mandalorians from the self-titled show, the Armorer, the Mandalorian, and Beskar Mando. Each plays a role. Each represents a powerful character from the culture's history. Each represents a hope for the civilization's future. 
While this is not nearly a comprehensive breakdown of the Mandalorian people, it does give you a rough idea of who the Mandalorians were and how they came to be in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Well, that's it for me this week. Be sure to tune in next week for more story time with Uncle Thad on the Escape Podcast for Kids. Hello friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, and I approve this message and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips, and the Escape Pod Castaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy Offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime, and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Pod Castaways, all for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. Hey there, listeners. Merchandise specialist Critty K here. Do you enjoy the Escape Pod and want to support the channel and get something a little extra for yourself as well? Head on over to tpublic.com slash user slash the Escape Podcast and grab a Team Neil, Team Paul, Critty Play, or many other fun Padawan designs on your choice of shirt, cup, sticker, mask, or even a magnet. And be sure to check out the Mrs. Anthony Shirts channel on the Escape Podcast Discord and get the latest info on the other designs I make as well. Sometimes there's even a sale going on, so it is smart to stop on by. Thank you for supporting the Escape Podcast. Attention, we are receiving an incoming transmission. Attention. Attention. We are receiving an incoming transmission. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This week's incoming transmission has a guest who needs no introduction, but we're going to introduce him anyway. Long time, very, very long time member and fan and just all round wonderful person involved with the show. Paul, introduce our guest today. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, hailing from the great state of Colorado now, but originally from Michigan, a fellow fan of the Big Ten. Uh, but most of all, he's been one of our original Patreons for the longest time. I met this guy in person. We, you know, he wanted to just meet up. We went to my favorite wing place, and then he got to come back just recently. And I said, you know what? As a Christmas gift, I'm going to have you on the show. But he also does play Star Wars, so it's not one of those ones where you're going, oh, screw this, turn it off. No, stop. This guy does play Star Wars, Galaxy of Heroes. Ladies and gentlemen, Boulder Doobies, also known simply as D. How are you, D? I'm doing fantastic. And as usual, you absolutely crushed the intro. Uh, I don't know how much better they can get, to be honest. Never been disappointed by one, that is for sure. So great to be here. Thanks for having me on. As usual, Paul, it's great to see you when I got the chance. And oh, you yes. already gave me the best Christmas present I could have asked for. Beer. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So uh, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get into that because that is something that I want to talk to you about in a moment here. But let's ask you the standard questions. 
how long have you been playing Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? And what is, you know, what's your what's your GP? And does Neil have a new another member of the Free to Play Club or no? So I can certainly say I've given away my free-to-play card a long, long time ago. <laughs> I, uh, I played this game since about a week after launch, roughly, uh, give or take a day or two. I'm at 6.49 uh, million GP. All right, where, currently... where are you at then in the uh, GAC? Kyber 3 at the moment. I've been kind of hopping between Kyber 2 and Kyber 3. Um, holidays, my skill rating was higher and I didn't play a whole lot because I was visiting my girlfriend. Um, so yeah, I have two GLs uh, working on General Master Kenobi or Jedi Master Kenobi. And, uh, you know, I, I was playing back when the 21 day crystal booster pack was, you know, alive and thriving. So that's where I lost my free to play card, like right away, immediately walked out and spent a bunch of money, uh, went free to play for a while. Then the hot dog bun or hyperdrive bundle, depending on uh, who you listen to <laughs> or talk to, uh, came out and I just had to jump on it. And ever since then, I have been free to play. I bought that and I was like, you know what? That's enough. I'm done. I'm just going to go free to play. And I've been free to play ever since. All right. So do so. you cons then consider yourself a born again free to play? Or do you think that. that you'll be tempted to go to the dark side? I, I never rule it out. It just depends on what's in the game that's really grabbing my attention. And uh, if I think it's worth it, I'll go for it. Um, I don't really limit myself too much, but I also, I've gone free to play just because other things in life and trying to do different things with uh, my money and time. And, um, you know, I didn't need to spend money on the game because I could progress and have fun without doing that. Other things with your money and time, that wouldn't happen to, uh, by any chance, be uh, purchasing Lego products to build on your channel, would it? Almost constantly, yes. <laughs> so. I have seen you making Lego. I, 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 I try to stay Lego. exclusively Star Wars if I can, but I've, I've ventured out in, in recent months. Um, my first like six Lego streams were all Star Wars and I blew through the helmet collection quickly and the, the ships quickly. So just kind of eagerly awaiting my next Star Wars project. But you did a correct one for, uh, for Christmas. Yeah. You I, did I the, so. you did the McAllister house of home alone. <laughs> yes. Probably have you done most... any of the, uh, have you done any of the helmets yet? Oh, they're all done. Yeah. All of them. Oh, you've I done all, all of the helmets. Mm -hmm. Correct. I must admit, they they do look very very um, they do look very very nice. Oh I, yeah. I I I I I've seen them. Uh, they look really nice in display cases. So do 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 you have them in display cases or not? I have them like on a display shelf. Uh, mm -hmm. in the house I live in, there's uh, shelves in the basement that they sit on really nicely, and I have it all uh, set together. So mm -hmm. I'll have to share a, share a picture on the Discord because I have quite a uh, collection. Okay, so I just saw that B Counts, B Coots, um, called him Counts once and they won't let me uh won't let me live it down. Says that he's building the ATAT -AT right now oh, while God, watching. I saw, I saw the, is I saw the this, picture of that. Oh my god. Coots, is this the ultimate collector series or are you building a smaller ATAT? -AT? It is the UCS oh. one. 
Okay, so um, so if much, any, so much envy going on right now. If, I mean, if you know, anybody I'm, needs I'm, a Lego sugar daddy, they need to cozy up to B counts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm turning, I'm turning as green as the uh, green screen behind me right now. That is, oh. there's not a green screen behind you. It's the it's the millennial fulcrum. It, it's the millennial fulcrum. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It is. Yes, <laughs> must not break the illusion. <laughs> I'm in a cockpit of a ship flying through space. Yes. Spe speaking of backgrounds here, <laughs> you know, what is up with your background? For for those listening on the podcast version, he has this very, looks to be a acid trip venture through a fall forest. What What's up with this background? Where did this come from? I just like I have a bunch of tapestries from my college days and you know living out in Colorado and I literally just hung one behind me because there's like a window that's like right here kind of and it's just like a really nuisance because it's like painted because there's like a the house had a remodel so it's like a window to nothing essentially and um, so I just cover it and this was what I chose because it suits the wall a lot better than any of my other tapestries. <laughs> I like to joke on stream. There's like birds hidden in here and like all over. And there's like four or five, I think. So if you can find them, then, you know, you have some pretty good eyes. But I heard it's much more tame on stream than it is uh, if you see it in real life. <laughs> so uh, there is, though, other things that you do during streams that you have. Um, let's start with uh, your, your icon is of <laughs> you in a Spider-Man outfit. Correct. Your your logo is that, and you have a channel point reward for you to put on the Spidey mask. Correct. I do. I have a few of them. I'm a massive Spider-Man fan. Have been since I was young. Absolutely love everything Marvel these days. Um, but I, I just totally ju jumped into that persona when I started streaming in 2020 and just you know never looked back. I uh, had a logo built for me in my Spider-Man costume and. You know, I live and die by it. I, I'll be wearing it on stream again soon. <laughs> the, the, you, you have the entire costume. Oh, yeah. A uh, mask for the Raimi Spider-Man, because the costume does not fit me anymore. And then I have the uh, full <laughs> PS4 costume and mask. So that's what I wear on stream, typically. Yeah, but do you have web slingers? Unfortunately, no. I did have, like, a plastic one when I first got the Raimi, because it was, like, a Halloween costume. But uh, I ran out of the silly string really fast for some reason. And, uh, you know, I, I lost it that same night. So I've never seen it again. So you ran out, you ran out of the silly string. Of course. And then, of course, I was probably just, you know, I don't want this anymore and just got rid of it. It's not as cool as the the ones that you see in the the movies anymore. So, well, the the thing the thing with the the thing with the silly string ones is the canisters are so tiny. There's, there's barely anything in them, so they do. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you get like if, one. If we're good talking spray, about the same. The, the 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 ones with the they. It was the uh, it would go under the glove, and the uh, and the uh, the it would yes. be like a an air pressure thing, mm -hmm. and obviously you'd have it was a tiny little canister, no bigger than a a cigarette lighter. Oh yeah, um, super small, and, and, almost like you know, so containers I mean, for airsoft. You'd guns. be lucky if you got like what. 20 seconds of silly string coming out of it before it would run out i, I i'd seen them that they, they, they had you know the the, the amount the, the liquid content was pathetic yeah so you guys need web slingers <laughs> <laughs> uh 
unfortunately. S- small, uh, small uh, spoiler there for people. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so you also have your dog Moose. Correct. What kind of dog is Moose? Moose is a yellow lab, purebred. So that that is a big dog. 104 pounds. Yeah, he's a big boy. That's a chunky dog. Oh, yeah. But he he doesn't look big. big. He's just got a big, barely chest. He's that English Labrador. He's not the American style. So he's just got that big black head and a big, barely chest. So he just runs into you all the time. But he's a lover, not a fighter. He he won't (laughs) bite you. He just wants to get all your attention and all your love. That's all he wants. A really quick... uh, to play fetch. Uh, oh, Grim, constantly. Grim stopped by from RSG to say hello and subscribe. Thank you very much, Grim. <laughs> he, if you give him a ball, he will not put it down until he either chews it in two pieces or I take it away from him. And it's just constant fetch, swimming, endless. So it's your your dog, this lab likes water because I know oh, some course. don't. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm from Michigan. I, he, I got him when I still lived in Michigan. My family lives on a lake now in Michigan. So when he's there, he swims constantly. I, I can't keep him out of the water. So, all right. Uh, we just noticed you took a sip, though. Another thing that you do during your streams um, is you like to crack open a cold one. Oh, of course. It's it's a way, streaming is a way for me to release all this like stress and tension that I have uh, from work. I work in the corporate America. I don't even want to talk about it a whole lot, but <laughs> I work a lot. So when I stream, it's a release for me. It's an escape. And I like to drink beer. I like to adventure with beer and try new craft beer. And I'm an IPA man. I, I know a lot of people aren't. I know a lot of people can't take that bitterness but I love me a good IPA. So if you come to my stream, if you join the channel and you hang out, you're going to see me drink a lot of different beer. And I like to joke every once in a while that I'm sponsored. And if you go in, you can go get a free beer tour or something. It hasn't stuck yet, unfortunately, but you know, I've tried. I've certainly tried. Well, I did end up, um, one of the things we mentioned earlier in the interview that you, um, you did come down to, uh, to the Houston area um, not, not to see me because, you know, you, you, you had family, but you spent some time, um, with, with me doing trivia. And mm-hmm. one of the gifts that I did give you was a IPA sample pack. Yes. Um, that you, you've taken back and you finally did get your. Um, you, you finally did open the one, the specific one that I bought one of mm-hmm. the rodeo clown, Carbach rodeo clown. I, I, for some reason that right now, Neil, I'm feeling like we're galaxy of bureaus, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that, that's one of the fun things. And you tell people on your stream what you're drinking. Yeah. There's, I, there's I, there's that's what I wanted segment. to get to. Yeah, it's it's what am I drinking today? It changes on the stream. I typically have a beer with my dinner, which I eat right before I stream. And then I just transition beers as I go through and it will change. I have a logo. I tell you what it is. I talk about it a little bit. I share what it tastes like. I really dive into this explorative nature of beer that I have. I, I've Ever since I turned 21, I was tired of, you know, Coors Light and 
Coors and uh, Since Bud you turned 21, you were ty- so. tired of Coors Light. Correct, yes. Okay, just making know, sure. <laughs> since. Correct. That's just how it is. If you know the Midwest, you know how it is. That's just the... <laughs> if you know Michigan. Canada. Yeah. Oh, yes, Michigan too, yeah. Not just people, the Midwest. People, people who drink light beer, they're just kidding themselves. It's it's just it's it's a waste of water. It is. It's a waste of water. As far as I'm concerned, light beer is a waste of water. It really, really is. Oh goodness! May as well it's just take true. it and pour it pour it down the toilet so that it can go off to the recycling plant because that's all it's good for. Cut the middleman out. Just throw it away. <laughs> so Pour the plants with it. Uh, you you have also been a Star Wars fan for all your life. Pretty much, yeah. What was your first? What was your first instance of being exposed to Star Wars, and what has been your favorite instance? So my first instance was the VHS trilogy, uh, the original trilogy, and the New Hope. My mom introduced it to me when I was probably about four or five years old, and it became my favorite movies to watch whenever. I needed to watch a movie. It was like constantly playing. Remember it always being on when I was doing homework or I was hanging around the house or I had friends over, it was constantly on for me. So loved New Hope and the original trilogy. My favorite Star Wars moment? Moment, yeah. Like like and anything that, you know, doesn't have to be going, uh, you know, doesn't have to be a moment in the movie. It could be Star Wars related in your life. So my favorite Star Wars moment, to be honest, was connecting with this community, um, the Galaxy of Heroes community specifically, because I had always played games like mobile games and played games online and all this other stuff for most of my life. But I never really engaged with the community in the way that I have with the Galaxy of Heroes community. So once I picked up Galaxy of Heroes, I was hooked. And I jumped into content creators as soon as I could, picked up your podcast and just ran with it because I loved the, the, the vibe, the entire kind of uh, perspective that a lot of people took around the game and the way that they approached, uh, you know, real life situations and things and being very forward about, you know, what you're going through and, uh, and kind of the help that you need. I mean, Paul, really what drove me to this channel was, you know, you and everything Christy and yourself were going through early through your content creator growth. And it, it continued to stick with me and help me understand, you know, there's a greater purpose I can serve and, you know, help others. So that was really the community as a whole stuck with me. And that's like my favorite Star Wars experience that continues to grow today because I'm still in it. I still am actively playing the game for whatever, seven years later, whatever it is. <laughs> well, I, I, I appreciate the compliment. I, I want to, I want to pay that forward to what we did with the whole mini situation though. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, not 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 my plight, but more the plight of uh, of thousands of kids that were helped with the, with the Saint Jude mini um, push. So, uh, Neil, what questions you got for uh, for D here? The uh, the helmets that you did. Which one was the most fun? The Vader. Lego helmets, <laughs> obviously. Vader. Vader is the best. Vader is the biggest, and it's the best. It's so much fun. Uh, the only problem I have with it is it's black on black Lego pieces. So it's not very easy to put together, but it moves. It has like, it kind of like has pieces that kind of move forward and move out. Like at the bottom of his helmet, you can kind of flare to the right angle if you want. And then you can move his like breathing 
uh, apparatus piece that you put the sticker on can fall down. Very, very fun build. What about the uh, Boba Fett one? Was that fun? That was literally my very first helmet build. I did not stream that one. Um, I'm super like new introduced to Lego. In 2020 Christmas, my girlfriend's mom got me the large Yoda, the 1700 <laughs> piece Yoda. And I built that and I recorded it. And I was like, I need to stream these. I need to do this immediately. So I just picked up all the helmets picked up a bunch of other Lego sets and then I wanted to see how I could do it. So I did Boba Fett first because Boba Fett has always been one of my favorite Star Wars characters. Uh, Llama wants to ask, have you done the IPD yet? Oh yeah, all of them. Uh, every helmet, every, I, I pretty sure the only Lego Star Wars sets I have not done are like the micro ones or uh, some of the really, really big ones. I've kind of stayed kind of in that middle threshold. The largest one I have, I think is about 900 pieces um actually no that's not true because the razor crest is like 1500 so um How? pretty much all of them but like the when are really you doing the ones. cantina be Coots just showed us that they're that they uh they finished the cantina um and and got a Soon. special display for it it's it's on my list i have uh will you be doing it on stream though oh yes that that, that one's gonna be another series stream because of the size of the the set um so what i i i initially classified myself as a lego streamer from beginning to end so i would start a set with all of you on stream and i would finish it i don't care if it took me six hours i don't care if it, take, it takes me 12 i'm going to finish the set but then the home alone set came along and i was like i can't do that that's that's four thousand pieces that's insane so <laughs> i did a series and it was really beneficial it was a lot of fun to see it grow and move throughout the weeks and i did it twice a week so it really gave me a nice cadence and a, a great release because building lego is the other like main hobby that i've picked up to help me kind of stress release from uh from work so pairing that with streaming was great and well, uh you're not cantina soon yeah you're not just streaming and uh streaming you building lego and drinking it's, it's not like you're you're drunk lego building or anything no. um but you're not just streaming lego you also have kind of taken over from something that i haven't been able to consistently do go ahead so Jackbox Monday, I <laughs> love this concept. I stuck on this concept. I remember when Paul was doing this for the longest time, I loved joining these streams. I love playing these games. I just never uh, bought them myself. And uh, Paul donated a few, um, especially Jackbox Party Pack 8, which was amazing. <laughs> and I've just started picking it up. I, I asked him, I was like, hey, you don't feel bad if I like kind of encroach on your territory a little bit here. Like, I know you do this. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. I can pick another day. But it's stuck. I just and turned I, it over to you. I was like, you yeah, you were just like, here you go. And I was <laughs> so happy. So that is like the staple on my channel. Jackbox Monday, you catch me every single Monday, unless otherwise noted. I will be there. I will be streaming Jackbox. And that's where you can catch me when I'm a little questionably sober slash drunk and uh, playing some <laughs> games, having a lot of fun. So that's that's where I drink a lot of my beer. That's where I get a lot of uh, a lot of my fun community involvement. And my goal for streaming from the very beginning was involve the community, get them doing something with me. So I picked up Jackbox immediately, Mondays and Saturdays, typically Saturdays are hit or miss. And then marbles when I can. And then I also do a fun karaoke stream that's like a redemption or a community reward. So that's always what it's like. That's me like me myself. and Christy on Vault 37. You want to see us defuse a bomb and yell at each other? Go right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's 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 so much fun i i love just engaging with people like since i've become a streamer my favorite part is engaging with others in the community and just seeing the smile and happiness you can bring to other individuals and having those people on like you're doing for me now because i'm like in a, a whole different space at the moment i'm like flying on cloud 12 because cloud nine was like <laughs> three clouds ago so <laughs> it's it's just exposing a community to a bigger community so don't worry about that neil what else you got for uh dupes while we got him here for a little bit longer uh, how are you? Uh, how are you liking uh, the the new version of uh, GAC? Well, Paul knows this, and he called me out for it. But I kind of stopped playing <laughs> GAC for a little bit because I was like, "This is redundant," and I'm kind of annoyed. So I, I love. I mean, you're part love. of the Patreon leaderboard, and for the longest time, my my reports were and D didn't join. Let's move on. Yeah, I uh, I didn't join because I was getting some GLs. I was going through some remodding and doing some stuff myself. Again, I haven't spent money in the game in a while. So, but I love the changes. Changes to crystals are great. I just wish they would get arena to like what it should be. No more crystal refreshers. Please stop. Like, I don't want to do that anymore. Um, but uh, ships are happening soon. I, I don't know what that means or where those go, but I, I love GAC at the moment. I've jumped in every time. I've been watching more GAC streams recently i've been catching more live of a lot of different streamers so it's been a lot of fun uh but i'm struggling just like you i used to go you know oh and three or three and oh and yeah. now i'm like i'm two and one every week I, I feel it yeah no that's me two and one every week see you, that's what you want to be in this in this gac climate you want to be the gray man you want to be that guy that finishes two one every week so you you're good enough to stay where you are in your division and reaping the rewards from being in that division and getting all those crystals, not bad enough to get relegated, not good enough to get promoted and not so good that you end up constantly playing against people whose rosters you look at and just go, no, no, just no, <laughs> no. Cause I've done that a couple. I I've, I've, faced uh, uh i i faced people with three gls i have one gl and no executor and i have faced um two competitors with three gls twice now i lost the first time but got the full clearance and the second time i won Impressive. so um uh, yeah i'm i'm loving it even though i'm not like i mean i i was three and oh three and oh three and oh three and oh, two and one was a bad week for me two and one used to be a bad week for me i went like 60 I went on a nice, juicy, unbeaten run of 60. And then as soon as they announced the changes, I was like, well, that's never going to happen for me ever again. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad you're I'm glad you're liking it. Um, but it's I, what I it know... needed all along. Yeah. Right. Do you agree? Like if this was the beginning after they went from Grand Arena to the Grand Arena Championships, if they would have just done this from the beginning, I think everyone would be happier and it'd be GAC would be in a way different place than where it is today. Oh yeah, I mean we we've had two years, so we've had two years of um, you know two years of GAC, uh, and now that they've you know now they've switched to this, and uh, here, here's the thing, I I I, um, I think overall everybody is happy and content with the changes. Sure that there are issues and there are pitfalls, and there's lots of grumping and chimping about various different aspects of it but i think ultimately everybody's kind of happy um 
it, it, it's it's the mindset. You know, Taliana said it. Um, you know, Taliana agrees with me on this one. Is people just need to, to get used to not winning all the time. That there, there is a a group of people that would be like 12 and 0, 12 and 0, 12 and 0, 12 and 0, 11 and 1, 12 and 0. 12. Those people, they need to get used to not winning. People just need to get used to not winning every single time because there's only going to be a tiny group of people that go 12 and 0 all the time. Um, and all those people that are in the lower divisions that are going 12 and 0 at the moment are going to come crashing down when they hit Kaiba. Because there, we, we, there are people going twelve. There are people that are going to go twelve and zero in Erodium, and, and the second they hit Kaiba, Division Five, they're going to be facing people that are, oh, you know, yeah. act, you know, that, that are going to beat them, and they'll be like, ah, right, okay, so that's why I was going twelve and zero in Erodium, not going twelve and zero, you know. So there may be people that will go twelve and zero in Erodium and in Chromium and in Carbonite, but when it comes to Kaiba, very, very elite few. Um, and say three, four yeah. months from now, and unless you're sitting on a 9.5 to 10 mil, 10 mil GP account, you ain't going to be one of those people at the top, unless your name's Calvin Awesome or Gom or Faith. <laughs> yeah, very true. So, all right. How do people find you and pitch your channel? You know, get do, do a commercial for your channel. <laughs> all right. So you can find me at Boulder Doobies, twitch.tv slash Boulder Doobies. Yes. Spelled like the city Boulder and Doobie like the Doobie that you smoke. You know, it's my last name. Just got to play on the word. But you can find <laughs> me every Monday and Saturday playing Jackbox games, having fun and hanging out with the community. You can hit exclamation point discord in my chat at any point and you will get my discord link that is where everything happens on my channel you get the jackbox codes you get to know when i'm going live you get to see all the lego sets ahead of time and all the fun other creative things that people like to build and share in my community i have a wonderful group of friends that i like to podcast with i like to interact with so check out the super versed podcast if you haven't already on youtube soon to be on spotify as well as nerdhala.com Nerdhala.net is this larger group of content creators just like myself who love bringing interactive, community-engaged, focused streams to all of the wonderful people out there in the Twitchverse. And our goal is to just include as many people as you can. If you like D&D, we got somebody for that. If you like Star Wars, you got somebody for that. If you like Marvel, DC, there is someone to talk to. There is someone to interact with. And you will find the best community that you possibly can. There's some wonderful people in there. So please, Boulder Dubies at twitch.tv you'll find me and the rest of my wonderful community <laughs> wherever we might be and it is a very very wonderful community neil any last uh, last words no let, let's uh, let our guests get away all right so go check them out if uh, if you need links down below in the in the description if you're uh, watching this on youtube in the show notes if you're listening to it on the podcast or in the chat it is available we look forward to uh, to seeing you guys over on that channel in the near future. Coming up in just a moment, the premiere of Dicky and the Noob, and also a premiere of Getting Jigabachi with it. Two things you do not want to miss right here on the Escape Pod cast. HotBot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. 
With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Potawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena Tracking Bot, after show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind the scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P A T R E O N.com, slash the escape pod, and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to the Escape Podcast. Last month on the season finale of Heli and the Noob. Frustrated with his partner's rampage, Newbie throws Hellenics over a barricade and down a shaft, effectively ending their partnership. Alone, confused, Newbie turned to retail therapy for answers. This is where he encountered the bounty hunter, Dickie Darkside, who is about to embark on a journey to find the elusive pirate, Hondo Onaka. Clearly on the rebound, Noob accepted to join him on this mission, and now we give you this series premiere of Dickie and the Noob. Hey Noob, great news, I've got a lead. Oh, thank God, this is taking forever. Noob, it's been three days. Do I need to get Yarmo in here to deal with your emotional regulators again? No, no, I'm fine. So, where are we headed? A place called the Island of Misfit Characters. It's a place where characters who probably should be in the game are sent to wait for their turn. Seriously, they all just hang around on an island? That sounds weird, even for misfits. Yeah, I hear it's a pretty weird place where people can go a little crazy. Uh, they've been abandoned by Lucasfilm, by CG. They've been left to fend for themselves for relevancy. Uh, but my informant says they developed their own strange little society with lots of weird rules, so please be on your best behavior. We really don't know what can set them off. I am a model of composure, I promise. All right, we'll be approaching soon. Get ready. Whoa, this place isn't what I was expecting. For some reason, I expected a frozen wonderland. Just be on alert, newbie. Being stranded can have weird effect on people. Who's the called Jata Binks? Who's up? Are you up? <laughs> okay, so this guy is certainly affected. Let me handle this. Uh, hello, Mr. Binks. I'm Dickie, and this is newbie. Hey, Marie. Happy! Uh, I understand this is uh, I understand this is an island where characters wait to be put into the game. Is that right? Oh my my! I love yours, Mister. Your humble servant. Uh, Mister. Banks, have you heard of a pirate by the name of Hondo Onaka? No, not really. No. I'm sorry. Are you mumbling no because you don't know him or because you're afraid? It kind of sounds a little bit like you're afraid. And you know, Lisa just loves love. Um. 
Is there someone Come here back. we can speak to, like a leader or something? Let me show you. Come on, let me show you. Don't expect the worm welcome. Um, this feels kind of weird. I'm sure it'll be fine. Just remember, these guys aren't used to visitors. This is new to them. I'm sure whoever is in charge will make more sense. Oh, I've heard of this guy. His name is Jabba the Hutt. He used to be a king in the underground. I'm sure he knows Hondo. <laughs> Greetings, Mr. Uh, the Hutt. We have come here in search of Hondo Onaka. Boshuda. Uh, do you have a translator? I don't really speak hut or huddies, whatever you call your beautiful language. Hey, I'm sorry. I've learned to speak a little huddies since I've been here. I can help out. He says if you find that expletive pirate, bring him to me and tell him he owes me money. There's a reward in it for you. Uh, sure. I'll be glad to help. Do you have any leads? <laughs> he says the last person on the island to see him is the old man in the cave. Come, I'll bring you there. Thanks! I really appreciate the help, by the My way. My pleasure. It's nice to see new faces around here. It seems like the flow of new people kind of slowed down. Yeah, well, you can blame Disney for that. They seem to only want to make Marvel movies these days, whatever those are. Have you been here a long time? A few years. I thought I was getting off for a second. <laughs> Lord knows the Resistance fleet needed reinforcement, but they gave me the NPC treatment. Can you believe that? They replaced me with an AI? I'll have you know, AIs are just as valuable as organics. You meatbags are so arrogant. Hmm, meatbag. Meatbags. Damn it! This isn't coming out like it's supposed to. Hmm, your droid seems kind of glitchy. He's been through some changes recently. He's just adapting. Don't mind him. I can hear you. So what can you tell us about this old man? Not much. He just sits in his cave and mutters something about how he should have seen it coming. Hey, uh, I'm Dickie. This is Noob. We were told you may have some info about the location of Hondo Onaka. The droid we seek is aboard the Millennium Falcon. In the hands of your father. Uh, Hondo isn't a droid, he's a pirate, wears goggles, spiky head, and my dad sells used speeders on Coruscant. I assure you he has nothing to do with this. If what you say about this girl is true, bring her to me. This guy is wackier than the first one, like full-on cuckoo clock with rusted batteries. Such spunk. My worthy apprentice, son of darkness, uh, where there was conflict, I now sense resolve. Where there was weakness, strength. Uh, Dickie, can we get out of here? I'm feeling kind of weird. Yeah, uh, I think this is going nowhere. Let's go. Do you think he was reading my mind? Is there still darkness inside of me? Look, noob, I know you've been through a lot. If you want, we can go back to the ship and I'll have Yarmo wipe what happened out of your memory banks. No, I don't want him playing with my memories. Strange things can happen when you try to force people to forget things. We could open doors we're not prepared to deal with. We'll discuss this on board. Uh, Zori, thank you for your assistance, but I don't think we'll find the info we're looking for here. Hopefully, uh, someday you can get off this island. Thanks. Look, I know Hondo escaped, and he wasn't here very long. What I do know about him is that he's going to be running in sketchy circles. Here's the coordinates for a spot where anyone looking for trouble will eventually wind up. The guy who runs security there has seen it all. If anyone can help you, it's him. Thanks, hope you managed to stay sane out yeah, there. Yeah, there's no Wi-Fi here, but somehow I get transmissions from the bounty honeys. That keeps me from going mad like the rest of them.
Tune in to the next episode of The Dickie and the Noob to find out what hive of scum and villainy our heroes have been sent to. And now, it's time for Getting Jigabachi With It on the Escape Pod cast. Ah, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's the fourth segment of the show, and uh, we're the doing new something new fourth here, segment Paul, of the show. What are we what are we doing? What are we doing? Something we, new. Yeah, we are getting jigabachi with it. Ladies and gentlemen, we had one of the best interviews that we've ever, ever, ever had uh, when we had jigabachi on a little bit ago. This time around, um, we've decided, you know what? Let's have Let's have him on more than that. So from now on, going in, in you know, in the future, we are going to be getting Jigabachi with it during the fourth segment. He will be joining us for Patreon's choice. But most of all, you know, it's kind of the Peter Griffin kind of thing. Jig, what grinded your gears this week with Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? <laughs> the only thing that's been grinding my gears a little bit with Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, honestly is the game feels a lot more competitive and I can tell that people's attitudes toward it are a little bit more constricted because people are over-consumed with matchups. They're over-consumed with, this guy has more GLs than me, this guy has more GP than me. And it's you can kind of see it in chat and it's becoming more and more common that people are being a little bit more... I guess you, a little bit more rage, a little bit less joy, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, um, I, 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 I totally see where you're coming from because when people are talking about the matchmaking, the two things that they talk about, the first two things they talk about is, oh my God, this guy's got one more million GP than me and he's got two more GLs than me, as opposed to what well, have you looked at their roster, you know? What have they actually got? You know, sure, they may, if they've got two more GLs than you, then yeah, sure, that might be the reason why. Um, but, you know, where's the silver lining? Do they have a, you know, is your Darth Revan squad faster than them? Do they have a Padme team? You know, how OP is your CLS compared to theirs? You, lots of people don't really look at the nitty gritty. They just look, it's like they're looking at the cliff notes. It's like, oh, 1 million GP and two more GLs. What do I do? Well, and I think that, but that, that type of that negativity has been kind of coming out in chat, I think, because I think people are kind of adjusting to the new climate and it, and you can sense that frustration and it's actually affected me a little bit too. Not that I've been bitching about matchmaking. I just laugh it off and don't care, but I've caught myself being like more focused or like, Oh, I can win this. I can win this. I have to play perfect. I have to play perfect. And that's not how I need to approach this. If I want to stay healthy and playing and constructive and playing because in the end this still is a game even though i play it for a job it's still a game and i gotta find that balance so this week that's definitely it's been grinding up my gears a little bit by the way i love the fact that i'm the meat in this man sandwich (laughs) (laughs) it's a jigabachi sandwich yeah, I, I actually, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna scoot you over a little closer to Neil because I, we didn't. Uh... Yeah, I was about to say, why, why, why do you get to be all cozy on the? There in the you go. With him? 
There you I'm go. Total, I'm totally going to get moved. I'm going to get put cozy back in another part. You guys are going to move me. He's like, he said he was the meat in the sandwich. No. No. no you you, you are now an evenly meat sandwich. Okay. There we go. <laughs> there's, 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 room for some, there's room for some extra fillings. <laughs> we can we can throw some uh, we can throw some cheese in there we can maybe a little lettuce uh, uh you know maybe some uh, honey mustard sauce i don't know it depends um how how tasty might not you know we can a, get, a we, can get like, soap. we can get more people and then we could be like a, a sushi roll <laughs> <laughs> I, I i i will say i'm not a big fan of sushi i i don't i don't i don't like i okay. like fish because you know, I, I'm as, as charming as this conversation has been, I'm gonna go now. <laughs> oh, oh, I hurt, did I hurt your feet? I I said I like fish. I just don't like sushi. You, I you, love that, fish. That means you have not like... been to the right chef. It, it's just ah, you're killing me. The foodie in me, it's like ah. Uh, you see, I, I like food. I, I do. I enjoy my food. You know, I, I consider myself a a foodie of of sorts. There are just certain foods that I don't like. Uh, Does it have to be uh, boiled because you're British? No, no, no. Uh, I, I, it has to be. It has to have <laughs> other flavor, right? It has to have other. You know, like for example, I'll give you a perfect example: a tomato. A tomato on its own, I can't eat a tomato on its own. I have to have that tomato with spices. I have to have that tomato with other things as well in order to enjoy the tomato. Things on their own are boring, and I don't would, like things on their own. Which is really funny because, like, I, I love the purity of certain certain tastes. So I think that our, like, ideology about, like, exactly where we are as far as food choices are, like, going in opposite directions. You're like, mix, mix, mix. And I'm like, yes, I want the pure flavor. <laughs> you want the, you see, you see with, with me, you know, carrots on their own, there, you know. Celery on its own, blah. Onions, blah. You know, but put those into a beef stew and yum, yum, yum. Oh, I've, I've, I've honestly never had beef stew before, but there's oh, you've never. Oh, you see, there you go. They, I'm going to have to give you a beef stew recipe. You will love it. I don't it. eat red meat. That's why I've never <laughs> <Yeah>. had it. <laughs> He's a pescatarian. I can, give you, I can give, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give. Which it doesn't have I'm to so be beef. To be the meat in the sandwich. <laughs> 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 All right. I'll, I'll, I'll give you i'll give you the recipe um for tofu stew then that sounds fascinating or not not or not meat not, not meat stew no it's fine i don't want to be like the free-to-play guy that's like i'm free to play and i'm like i'm a vegan you know it's the same ideology you know what i mean <laughs> They have to announce it everywhere they how, go. Yeah, yeah how do you know somebody's how do you know somebody's free to play or how do you know somebody's a vegan don't worry, they'll tell, they'll you. tell you. Yeah, they'll, they'll tell, tell you, you. <laughs> 50 times already. And they've gone to the steakhouse to tell the waitress at the steakhouse that they're a vegan, <laughs> which makes no sense. Anyways, I'm the king of distractions. This is gonna go. No, this, this is gonna be this is gonna be a great segment going forward. <laughs> I'm loving this already. Um, so is there anything that stood out this week from these are the questions I'm gonna ask you every single week? You know, mm -hmm. I, I want to I want to get Jigabachi with it. I want to understand oh, yeah. your take on the game, and then we involve you in the whole shenanigans that we do in the fourth segment. 
Um, the only other thing that I've kind of been noticing is, is that I don't think people understand power creep because I think that the big, the big dogs, the big players that, that have a long history and, and, and are fixated on reading kits and stuff like that. But I see so many people that don't have dash unlocked or don't have talent unlocked or they're just like they're leaving it at, at two stars and not caring and i'm like you don't understand you can win with these characters at three stars in gear eight it's pretty crazy and i just i i don't think people have accessed that part yet so it's definitely something else that i'm noticing there's a lot of interesting stuff that i'm noticing this week there's been a lot more chatter about gac than normal it's been a little bit more active than i've been i was prepared for i had to make another channel in my discord because of the activity honestly it has i i I, i've noticed it on the um i've noticed it on the uh uh, the offense rounds when you know when offense goes live that there's a lot more people watching Mm -hmm. same it's 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 roughly the same number of people you know it's usually between a dozen and 20 people streaming on an evening and then it's usually about that number the following day as well. But there are more people watching. Um, and it's because of the, the the importance of crystals. You know, the crystal income that people can make from GAC, more people are watching because they want to, they might not have been as proficient at GAC because they might not necessarily cared. And now they want to watch people that, you know, can do funky things with their accounts. Uh, we're we're gonna get to uh, the the fourth segment question that Doctor Feelgood just the added. Car crash is good. If you could literally see the train going towards the wall, you could see it. I'm like, I could already see it. I'm like, oh boy, I know what's gonna happen here. All I right, feel it. So first, before we get to the ones redeemed in chat, we have to uh, honor the ones for the Patreons here. Uh, Zaz, who we has been a very very wonderful. Um, Patreon since day one with Fighting Drunk. Um, Zaz wants to know, he's got six questions. You guys ready for these? Mm-hmm. All right, Neil. Zaz wants to know if he can punch a hole in your free-to-play card because you're a closet whale. If no, Jaina no. and Jason <laughs> were to come oh, to the game. Oh, if Jaina and Jason come to the game and people, people make donations uh, in the form of uh, um, iTunes gift cards so that I can get crystals then yeah absolutely i'll be getting my free-to-play card punched that's for sure it's not gonna happen but if it does happen yeah with that intention mr jacobacci you're you're the you're the tiebreaker in this one does he deserve a punch because he's a closet whale for legends Uh, well the the big thing about here's the funny thing about the, the spending thing i don't think that that a person should feel bad either way. If a person wants to be free to play, that's fantastic. If a person wants to gear the character that they love and that they have to have money to do so, then they should do so. And they shouldn't have to feel like that. There is some like, you know, I that's standing over them. That's saying, no, you cannot have your favorite character. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, if they release a character that you really love, then just do it. It's your game and your money. You're an adult or whatever you are. You know what I mean? FFIO, that's that's how I've always felt about it. So when I see people like get super crazy about like, oh, am I free to play or should I do or shouldn't? I was like, no, no, no. If you want to, then go ahead. My favorite character is already in the game. I don't have to spend any money. I'm good. 
if I'd if I'd if I'd if I'd had money to uh, uh, you know if I didn't have to save crystals and if I'd had money I would have simped so hard on Mara Jade but I got lucky the RNG gods blessed me you know yeah, and that's but even then if you had said I'm gonna spend money you know what I mean or had to because of crystals or whatever if you had done that. I'd, I would never, my opinion of you would have been the exact same as it was the day before. I don't care. It's not my business. Your joy is your business. That's the process. That's your process. There you go. I would get a Amen lot of that. joy. I would get a lot of joy from Jane and Jason. So like, oh. All right. Then you're good. What uh, Second question. What are your new, we're getting a lot of four segment questions. I'm loving this. What are your New Year's resolutions, if any? Uh, you're seeing them right now. A facelift to the podcast and bringing it to a wider audience. I want to straight out say thank you, Mr. Jigabachi, for helping make this happen. Um, at least with the fourth segment, this is this is right up the alley. Um, what about what about you, Nev? And then we'll go to Jig. Um, uh, to do do more swimming. There's a, this the new place that I moved into. Um, there's a YMCA right at the bottom of the road, so I plan on getting myself a membership to that and go swimming at least two or three times a week. All right, Jig. Any New Year's resolutions you can say on this channel? <laughs> um, I it's crazy thing to say about that, and it's that hopefully this won't run long. Every person is absorbed with active and passive choices. If you set dates for when you make passive and active choices, like saying, oh, I'm going to do this next week, or I'm going to start going to the gym next week. This is the dive on you, Nev, get ready. <laughs> if you do that and you're actually setting metrics for yourself, that means that you're never actively pursuing change on a daily basis or, or hourly basis or whatever. And so you have these pockets of time where it gets forgotten because you're making passive choices. I'm very big on like, if you need to make an active choice, you just make that active choice and you don't make a day about it or you don't celebrate it. You just do it and get involved in it and get in love with it. So I don't do New Year's resolutions because I don't know. I'm so involved with active choices and trying to do that, that to me, it's just more like, let's just do and make active choices and stop making passive choices. What about you? Next. What about you? Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Me? No. The answer is no. No, I don't. Because I make go. my choices. I make my choice consistently. All right. I was giving a little credence for what I, I go through as far as choices. I, I, know. Say, so. I know. All right. Best Christmas present from 2021. Uh, for me, it was knowing what one of our listeners um, tried to do. Uh, thank you, um, Run DMV, for what you were trying to do. The package that he hand created and sent my way never showed up. Um, so, but the gift that was inside was something for not just me, but for the listeners. It was a Sith holocron handmade. Um, one of these days we will get another one going here and I'll be able to share it. Uh, but the one of the best Christmas gifts was the effort and the time that was put into that. Thank you, even though I didn't receive it. Thank you, Run DMV. Neil. Um, seven star Mara Jade. <laughs> <laughs> you finally admit that it was a gift. 
it was a gift from the RNG gods, of course. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. A 330 drop is a gift from the RNG god. Literally, is a literally a gift from the <laughs> RNG. And, you know, and yeah, that, that was without a doubt the best Christmas present I think I've ever. Because that's like, that's the equivalent of like 300 bucks. Yeah, it is. It really It's like the is. equivalent of 300 bucks. So yeah, that 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 was my that was my best Christmas present. Uh, Jake, you wouldn't have to give up some blood for it. I actually don't celebrate the holiday, but something that was really cool, my wife got to spend the holidays with her folks and traveling with her was went really really well. She got to fly first class to to her parents' house and that whole process of traveling during the holidays worked out. That is the gift in and of itself, because I know so many people that have traveled during the holidays that it didn't go well, or that there's stuff that's going on as a result of all that traveling. It did go well. I consider that the best gift ever. There we go. Oh, yeah. All right. Zaz, uh, question number four. Anybody you didn't manage to meet over meet up with over the Christmas period that you wanted to? Uh, we just had him on the show. I uh, didn't, uh, didn't get to have boulder doobies over to the house for we, we were going to do barbecue we were going to i was going to uh marinate and cook some steaks for him and his uh him and his girlfriend sadly we ended up having to do our gift exchange at a local park social distancing um so i'm not going to say why that was but sadly we weren't able to do that neil uh no no one at this end I, I don't really meet an awful lot of people. What about your kids? Uh, Probably wanted to have the daughters over. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, of course, it would have been nice to have. It would have been wonderful to have the kids. But uh, uh, I got FaceTime with. Uh, I got FaceTime go. with. I got FaceTime with both my uh, uh, with both my girls. My um, my eldest was very, very happy with her Christmas present. She opened that. Um, uh, they both opened their gifts while while I was on FaceTime with them. The youngest loved her camera. Um, uh, and the, my, my eldest is going to be so weird. Apparently I am the only person that knows how to adequately choose makeup for my 17 year old daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a massive, I just, but basically I just went to town, uh, bought an absolute boatload of, you know, full face regiment, the works stuffed it into a box, mailed that off to her. And I just watched her picking it all out. And yeah, because I didn't know what to get her. And then my youngest, who is 12, said, why don't you just get her makeup? I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, she really, really loved the makeup that you got her for her birthday. She, she told me that it, she thinks it's weird that her dad knows makeup <laughs> for girls better than anybody else in her family. So I was like, all right, that's what I'll do. So yeah. Got FaceTime with the girl, so happy with that. All right. Jig, any any input on that one? I streamed and hung out with my cat. It's totally awesome. There I we go. Kids, it's amazing. <laughs> All right. So now we've got instead of you know personal belief things, it's more of a uh, more of a list uh answer. We'll try to answer these as quick as possible so we can get to the uh ones that were redeemed. Uh, top three male superheroes for me, it would be, uh, I would say blade professor X and Deathstroke. 
Neil? Uh, Batman, Death's Head 2, and Lobo. Jig. Henry Cavill as Superman, him specifically, because he's beautiful. Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, because he is beautiful. <laughs> and Chris Evans as Captain America, because they're beautiful. <laughs> that is America's I'm not ass. Sure if you guys have seen it, but when you sit in the theater and you go, good Lord, those are some good looking dudes. And you kind of have to kind of I, fan yeah. yourself off a little bit. I, I mean, that real. is America's ass. So it is yeah, America's makes, ass. It's it, it makes you feel good about it because you're like, wow, whoa, whoa, whoa right. I'm totally straight. Top, I could be I could be converted. <laughs> Top three female superheroes. Black Widow. Dark Phoenix. And. Squirrel Girl. <laughs> I will go with Jessica Jones because she's just yeah, and I do like Kristen Ritter. I, I'm just a Kristen Ritter fan. I do I like her and I, I like her as 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 uh, as Jessica Jones. Black Widow, obviously, because Scarlett Johansson is just hmm. And um, even though I've never watched it, Supergirl. All right. Jig? Because the comic book Supergirl was pretty awesome. <laughs> well, the only the only thing I'm going to feel really bad here, and I'm going to feel really bad here because the only... I, I didn't read comic books as much as a kid, and the only comic that I read as a kid was Savage Sword of Conan, and, like, there's no female characters in Savage Sword of Conan at all. They're just... <laughs> they're all... They're, you know what I mean? They don't do anything. They're always, like, he's saving them or hitting other dudes on the head. That So there's nothing in there. So it would just be from the movies then. And so it'd be the characters that I've liked the most. And that's uh, fine. Um, I, I, I'm not, I'm kind of off on black widow. I just, I think she's great. Scott Johansson's great, but it just, I don't know. It, it, I really like the Gamora character. I like the Valkyrie oh. character. And then um, the other one that I, I, um, uh, Trying to think of the third one that I really a Negasonic Teenage Warhead from Deadpool. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I can't pick Justin, I, Justin see, Bieber slash Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> see, Doctor Chook is goading me in chat right now because my favorite character is She-Hulk, and her she's not out yet, so I cannot actually pick She-Hulk, right? But if I could pick She-Hulk, it would have been She-Hulk. <laughs> All right. Uh, Doctor Feelgood asks, "We know Jigabashi's safe word is deeper." What would Paul and Neil's safe word be? Dude. I, dude? <laughs> dude. <laughs> As in from, from, from basket, the basketball dude. 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 Uh, and then he'll go, oh, okay, I, get, I see your point. Um, I, I would say super <laughs> califragilistic expialidocious, but I have to say the entire word. The whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. If I stop, then don't. <laughs> do you actually know the purpose of safe word? <laughs> that's, that's why deeper is so great. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Curtis Blow says, Jig has found several creative uses for Tuscan Raiders at GAC. What has been your favorite use of Tuscans in GAC, Jig? Um, my favorite use is, is that I relic five that character. I'm using it. I have used Tuscan Raider in every single match so far. Every match. 
I have well, found a place. What's your favorite place that you've used them, though? Well, he... <laughs> um, I don't know because I use him so often. Like, I kid you not. I actually use Tuscan Raider in every GAC, and I use him in live fire realistic situations, and he's just a great DPS character. He has really high offense. So I actually have a couple 6E mods on him now. <laughs> <laughs> dude i'm serious I'm, not, I'm actually not kidding i actually have yeah the, i know the well, i did the empire strikes back dinner scene scene last week um because the other person had they had uh vader on the team and then somebody else and then i picked up the rest of the characters that were in the the dinner scene from empire strikes back but i can't but i didn't take uh i didn't take um Tuscan Raider for that. No, I do a lot of silly stuff like that, dude. I do father daughter dancing, Emperor Palpatine and Jitterbug. <laughs> I do a lot of that goofy stuff. If, if you guys him. don't understand, check out Jigabachi's channel. He has uh, and his Discord server. He has nicknames for everybody. Yeah, I, I, if if you're in chat and you're a little curious about something that i said you're like there's no character in the game called yellow godzilla i i, I can help <laughs> all right uh next one is from salacious dumb in the star wars universe whose birthday do you want to attend and what do you bring as a tribute or present that is a good one whose birthday would i want whose to attend birthday? i would say i would say yoda and I would bring skin cream. Because I'm sure Yoda uses a lot of skin cream. That's a good idea. That's a really I, solid I, idea. I, I would say, I would say, uh, I would say Jabba the Hutt. Because you know a party at Jabba's Palace is going to be off the hook. And I would bring some Karelian Ale with me because there's going to be music. There's going to be Twi'leks dancing. And you know that somebody is going to get killed. <laughs> Someone is going to get eaten by the Rancor. So, yeah, that, that's the party I want to be at. Um, if I was going to a party, I would bring... I would go to Aura Singh's party. And I would bring her another antenna for her head. So she'd you know, get better reception? No, well, no, no, no. Maybe she's into the, you know, the non-symmetrical, you know, but maybe something that, like, is bendable, you know, because sometimes when you've got, like, a hard metal thing like that, you know, you're in the wash and you hit it and you bend it, you know what I mean? You got to replace it. But maybe something that's got a little give to it, you know what I mean? I think that would be, that would so, be a So like a Toyota thing. Corolla um, antenna yeah. instead of... Yeah. You know, okay. maybe something a little shorter that's got, you know, because sometimes they do the shorter antennas, you know, something that's functional and stylish. What about the, the ones that are retractable? Well, I, th that would... <laughs> a retractable. <laughs> a retractable antenna. <laughs> All right. The last question. Bones88 says, with the Book of Boba coming out, are we finally getting good Tuscans coming to the game? I think so i really do think so neil uh, to, yeah they've got to bring in one just one whether it's the the leader or whether it's the the that that tuscan warrior because she was badass just one with a leadership tag and some awesome synergy like a geo type synergy 
to make the remaining four Tuscans badass. Because here's the thing. They do that. They make money on the new Tuscan that they introduce. They will also make money on people wailing out on the other Tuscans. And using them all to possibly get a new Boba. We don't. No, we we, we don't need another Boba. But uh, what one Tuscan... To just j- j- just to complete them, you know, so that we s- s- Tuscans would be like geos, you know, and then people can go ham on them if they want to, or they can just take them to gear twelve with you know their one re- and you know that's just kind of just fill it out. I think it makes sense. I hope they do. I All hope right. they take from the TV show. Your thoughts on it, Jig? Before we close it up, um, I love new teams. Here's the issue: this is the world of power creep. If they make a change and add Tuscans to the game, like if they add another one, that means we're going to have Tuscans that are going to be one of the most powerful factions in the game. Does that make a lot of sense? I don't know, because do we want fact the Tuscans to be more deadly than Geos? I mean, why do we still not have Gungans? I mean, it, there's the, the my list is endless, I don't want to see repeat characters. I am tired of characters with the same names where it's this endless litany of abbreviations and to keep track of how many Hans we have or how many Kenobis we have or how many Mauls we have. And it's like we have too many characters with the same name. We need to expand that's why that's why i've i i totally ate my hat when they did the mara jade talent and stuff like that because i've said on stream numerous times before that they'll never do it they don't have the balls they're going to keep refreshing the same characters and yet they went and did it and they released four characters five characters in a row which are no duplicates none of the same they're five totally unique characters with five different art styles i was blown away they just need to keep doing that and stop redoing the same characters all right so we've just gotten jigabachi with it if you want to find out more about mr jigabachi how do they find you um not in the local supermarket and not in the fruit section uh (laughs) head on over to twitch.tv slash mr jigabachi jig is in a dance a b a c h i um the show note uh information will also be in the show notes what do you have coming up on the channel this week um other than star wars galaxy of heroes which we know um well tomorrow's stream is going to be a car crash um i have two GLs, I have Lord Vader with no ultimate, and I have an opponent that put all six GLs on defense. Three top, three bottom. So definitely a fun and interesting day for (laughs) tomorrow. Um, But no, I uh, one of the things I like to do is I like to play games based on joy. I am also really, really, really big playing into the Old Republic now. So I'm actually streaming my way around the galaxy on my bounty hunter in the old Republic. And that's super fun. And I do all of that on my stream. So thank you. All right, Neil, what what do you have coming up on yours? Uh, I've got GAC round two. Um, not as tough as my last opponent, 
but still two GL opponent um, and they went really, really heavy on the defense. So that's going to be an interesting one tomorrow for sure. Um, but apart from that, just more GAC. All right. And, oh, uh, and, uh, and uh, Jedi Academy uh, tomorrow. You'll be on Jedi yeah. Academy on the reality skew gamer YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, Excellent. So over on vault 37 studios on Twitch, ladies and gentlemen, we finally did it. We have made it to the Toys to Life game, Lego Dimensions. So every, there's 1,000, I think it's 1,086 bricks, and we are going to get every single one of those golden bricks. It's going to take a while, and we invite you to join us. Um, Lots of old throwbacks like Midway Classic Arcades, The Goonies, Beetlejuice, Sonic, uh, the Simpsons, Back to the Future, all sorts of different things uh, in Lego form. Portal, of all things. We just uh, finished with the game uh, version of Portal, but there's more to come in that. We hope you'll join us on Vault 37 Studios on Twitch for that as well. But make sure that you also tune in for Neil on this channel, uh, Escape Podcast for Neil's GAC, and also GA Center, the final GA Center of Season uh, of the uh, first first month, I should say, where we'll see if anything shakes out, right, Neil? Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right. So the only thing that's gonna shake the only thing that's gonna shake out is Fatal's gonna go undefeated. <laughs> that's the only thing. That's, gonna, that's the only thing. Fatal and Calvin Austin are gonna go undefeated. That's all I know. Uh, well, we'll have to. We'll definitely have to see. It look. It looks uh, like it'll be a lot of fun, though. Ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for us this week. If you are a Patreon or a sub, please join us in the after show um, after this. If you're, if not, we are going to be raiding into somebody. We'll figure that out during the uh, during the close of the show. Thank you, Mr. Jigabachi, for uh, for joining us, and we'll look forward to seeing you next week as well. So, be nice to each other, damn it, Neil. Yes, Paul. What you got? Push the button. Don't mind if I do. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods! This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. Counting down. 10, 9, 8, 6. 6? What happened to 7? Just kidding. 3, 2, 1. Have a nice day. Thank you. Hello, friends. This is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked-out murder bears. Sit, boo-boo, sit. Good dog.